We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi guys, Colin Kelly here, executive producer of Rotoviz Radio and co-host of the Rotoviz Overtime Podcast with Sean Siegel. We are closing in on 200 episodes and it's competition time, but more on that in just a moment. I want to let you know as a loyal podcast listener, as always, you can save yourself 10% off a Rotoviz NFL pass. All you need to do is enter that code RVRADIO2021 at checkout on the website or go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for more information. You can get all the access to all of the great tools on the site, all of the content, get yourself ready to win your fantasy championships this upcoming season. I mentioned competition time. Well, now here's the news. 200 episodes coming up here for myself and Sean. We're giving away some Rotoviz subscriptions. It's super simple to enter. Just drop a five-star review for Rotoviz Overtime on your favorite podcast app for a chance to win. The top prize is a three-month subscription and an appearance on a future Rotoviz Overtime podcast to get a talk with myself and Sean. Already have a Rotoviz subscription? Thank you for that. But don't worry, if you win, we'll add it on to your current subscription. So what are you waiting for? Drop that review today for the Road of His Overtime podcast. And of course, when you're there, drop a rating for today's show as well that you're listening along to. Thanks as always for being a loyal podcast listener on Road of His Radio. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And I am being joined by Evan. You can find him on Twitter at eChaney69. What's up, man? I am so mesmerized by our new graphic. Right? No, I was screwing around with it. It's nice. It's nice having the little uh, the headphones kind of... What? There you go. All that whooshing. I love it. I like the whoosh. 
I do like the whoosh. I'm a fan of the whoosh. I wish, I wish because I can. The people who are listening, yeah. The people who are listening are obviously like, what the, what the hell are you people yeah, talking well, about? But, you know. You got to get on the stream. You got to gotta chat it up with yeah. us, you know? Um, all right. I'm going to enter this uh, this dollar draft here. We will be the fourth of six. Um, so it should uh, should start should start shortly. Um, did you enjoy your week off? Did you play any of the team event or nah? I I don't know. The strategy with with the with the pairings like that, I don't know. I, I kind of laid low a little bit in, in my volume, in my golf volume last week. Um, yeah. But I I was just kind of following the Chez Glover <laughs> tandem. Obvious. Obvious. The fact that they were paired the fact that they were paired together is very fitting, so I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, that was nice for you. Um, yeah, also, I didn't. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, Maverick McNeely, his his music for Saturday was like a, a high school marching band. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. That was kind of, that was interesting. I want to know the backstory behind that before I kind of say anything else yeah i was gonna say watch it be like some like super nice thing that he did for somebody and you're just gonna like shit on it <laughs> i'm not shitting on it. i was just like you know all these people have like rap music and some rock music and this guy's got a high school marching band and i'm like all right it's different yep different strokes man different strokes um yeah i didn't i didn't place a oh, bet yeah. i didn't i didn't build a lineup um i literally did not i don't even i didn't even watch it I didn't even put it on. I uh, I was just like, you know what? I need to need to unplug and uh, and just chill a little bit. So I did not play any of it. Um, I saw that Cam and and Leishman won, obviously. So that was nice. Um, I don't really take a whole lot from it. Kind of like the match play, where like, great if somebody played well, awesome. If they played poorly, awesome. Like I don't. I don't really pay much attention to it because it's just a totally different, it's a totally different animal. Like there's no point in weighting it too heavily. Right. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There might be some recent form stuff you can get out of it. It's kind of it. Right. So. Yeah. How's our, how's our lobby? How's our lobby filming out here? It is still four of six. I didn't tweet it though. So let me tweet it. Um, We'll get, we'll get two. Two warm bodies, right? Yeah, maybe. Am I like super laggy right now? It's a little bit, not too bad. This is brutal. Um, I'm like, I'm just like chopping. Happens, um, you know. Yeah, I know, but it shouldn't. Um, all right, yeah. So I'm tweeting out the link now. Uh. So yeah, we're we're talking about Valspar this week, obviously. Um, a familiar course, right at, at the Copperhead uh, course at Innisbrook. It's a par seventy-one. A um, lot of less than driver available, so um, not necessarily a a bomber's paradise. Um, any any stat stuff that you think we should uh, we should mention? I would say you know weight, driving accuracy. Or if you're looking at something like Fantasy National, weigh the fairways and good drives gained 
a little more heavily than normal. Because mm-hmm. um, this course is definitely going to favor accurate drivers, right? So right. even of even amongst the top players in this field, um, it might be why I, I'm I'm assuming Corey Connors and Answer are going to be chalky as of right now. Yeah. Um, and it justifies them being chalk because if you do sort, you know, last six months worth of rounds for those two golfers, they are numbers one and two in good drives gained in this field. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, the, the course fit is great for them. It obviously comes down to a game theory play, you know, whether or not you end up using them. But yeah, answer, answer, I think will be a little, answer will be a little bit lower owned. I haven't met like uh, a shade under 10% right now. Um, Connors is, I have him over 25%. So, yeah. um, I mean, he's been playing well rather too. Play answer then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to play the cheaper guy who's lower on. Yeah. I'd rather, um, but I mean, both have played bold strategy. Yeah. <laughs> both have played fine. Right. I mean, obviously Corey Connors per, uh, recent performances stand out. Because every yeah. tournament he's played after the Genesis, he's gone top 15 or better. Um, Which is good. Yeah, that's great. Oh, there right? we go. With, we yeah. And then with answer too, it's like it's not even that bad. right? The, he also missed the cut of the Genesis. But then, you know, top 25 performances in most of these other tournaments. Since. So it's like, yeah, they're both fine. Yep. All right. We got... Uh... We got 40 seconds here before the draft starts. We got two. And we are number two. So whoever, JT or DJ, I would imagine, would be the situation. I would assume, right? <laughs> I actually, worth noting, yeah. I, I put it in the article this week uh, on Rotoviz. Um, I have I have JT a good like third of a stroke better than everybody in the field this week. Um uh, a third of a stroke per round, I should say, um, better than even DJ. So, uh, if how if does he? It, yeah. No, go ahead. No, so I'm just saying, like, how does he stand out like that much more? What? What does he have? I mean, it's it's at? just the you know obviously his his combination of greens and regulation. He's probably depending on how you look at it. Um, I can't imagine he would fall out of the, the top like three in this field, um, regardless of, of time frame. All right. So he, Justin Thomas went, so I guess we'll go DJ. You go DJ. Yeah. It's not. Um, yeah. So like just from, from a pure ball striking perspective, I think that it's just incredibly hard to argue with Justin Thomas in general. So, um, yeah, I mean he's he's he has been good for a long time. He's been good recently, right? Like he he checks all of the boxes for everything. So um Well here's whereas... the thing too. The two the two most important stats you're looking at going into this are off the tee and approach. If we're just looking at like the traditional strokes gain stats. Right. And like DJ has a slight edge in off the T play, but JT's dominating him on approach. Like it's not even close. Right, so yeah, I can I can I can understand that for sure. The fact that Corey yeah. Connors didn't go until six is kind of interesting. Yeah, so it went after us. It went Reed, Hovland, Casey, Connors, 
M. Ustazen. We're up in a couple picks here. Um, yeah. I wouldn't Casey hate. Yeah, Casey went. Nice. I wouldn't hate getting answer here, like you mentioned already. I wouldn't hate Kokrak here either. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm higher on answer this tournament for sure. So if he's still available, Scotty yeah, Shepard's actually good. He's a good yeah, guy if you can get him. I was going to say, I'm assuming, yeah, and then he just went. I was going to say, I'm assuming he's going to go, so I didn't even, like, bother mentioning him, but, yeah. Um, and then Neiman went, so, all right, you want to go answer then? Yeah, let's go answer. Easy game. He'll probably is, uh, blow up on Friday. <laughs> this is great, too, because if some auto picks, they're going to get stuck with Hatton, so this will be nice. Another... Uh, Another nice little perk of of doing the snake drafts is that if people are just mass entering and not actually drafting, uh, you do you do run into these every once in a while, and then like you're automatically it's a five man, uh, it's a five, I should say person, five person league, um, unless yeah, you know you unless you have it pre done. Um, all right, so what do you think here? I, I personally would like to go Hoffman. Um, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like he's been hot. He has, um, he has a good fit. For- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed here you know he's not a guy that's gonna completely bomb it off the tee but he'll find fairways he'll stay out of trouble for the most part um and hit some greens so i'm good with that um damn these people that are that are auto picking must have dropped hatton down to uh to the end of their end of their queue there well DraftKings oh. also might just not let them no i've seen i've seen them go Okay. Let's see. All right. So we're up in a couple picks here. I mean, Grio would, I, I would like Grio personally. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. 
Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Bubba went. Yeah, I mean, his game fits well here, right? He's gaining strokes off the tee. He's losing him around the green, but that's not terribly yeah. important this week. Yeah, I mean, he, he hits enough greens where that's not like a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go, Gria. Gria's fine. And then we don't have any knuckleheads this week. Trying, I know it's a bummer. Drafts. And uh, and we almost lost to that that person that threw it because Chris Kirk actually went pretty, did pretty well, and he was the first pick that week. So I guess he knew. Whoever drafted yeah. Chris Kirk knew. All right, so Nod um, just went to. So now we're looking at Gooch, Davis. We always draft Davis. I feel like. Atlanta, I don't mind. Well, there's a guy at 27 who's kind of interesting. Oh, God. Yeah. Do we have to? I. We can do whatever you want, but. I mean, wouldn't you rather Cam Davis? I Yes, I'd rather Cam Davis for yeah, points, so, but yeah, in terms of the so brand. Yeah. I yeah. don't care about your brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got one more after this. Um,. What's interesting about Gooch, Taylor Gooch and Doug Gim actually stick out. Yep. Because, I mean, Doug Gim, I think more so, because he's 11th in this field right now in good drives gained. That works. And 10th in fairways gained. So, like, he's doing well off the tee. Right. I The other parts of his game are kind of, they're average. They're not for what I mean, for what he is in terms of like actual DFS, like what am I trying to say? The more classic style of DFS, like for that format, he fits great. Right. Let's see. All right, Glover finally went, so we don't have to do that again. All right, what are you thinking here? Um... Man, we there's got... a lot. I, have no I don't idea. think we want to scroll too too much. I mean, nah. I I don't mind um, I don't mind Lanto. To be totally honest. Yeah, no, he's not bad. This game's fine. Right now. Yeah, and I mean, he can go he Lanto. can get yeah. Let's go Lanto. He can he can get some get some birdie streaks going, and um, he is. Uh, What was that? I have no idea. That was so weird. Something in my house is kind of like squeaking. Oh, no, it sounded like a person. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to figure that out later on. That was weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let's let's stay in here. Uh, yeah. So our our team ended up DJ answer Hoffman, Grio, Davis, and Lanto. I like that a lot. I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid, yeah. solid squad there. Yeah, no, I mean, this is definitely going to be like, even if we built that lineup for, uh, like a normal DraftKings lineup, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, for sure. Not at all. Um, so did good there. See. I just wanted to see how the team ahead of us ended. So, uh, 
the the team out of the one spot went JT and then went Kokrak, Rose, Burns, Non, Woodland. I don't really like. I'm not in love with that team, mostly because of Rose. I just don't like Rose. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty live here. Um, I'm not I'm not feeling these other teams. Yeah, they're butt. All right, we got this one, so that's good. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's continue uh, just talking for for a couple minutes here about some of the other, um, you know, potentially potentially popular plays this week. I did run the um, the first like iteration of my ownership projections. It's just it's just from the model without me tweaking anything. So obviously these numbers are uh, going to change a little bit, but. Um, right now for the top five owned, I have Connors, like I mentioned earlier, he's uh, all the way up at the top, then Kokrak, Chris Kirk, Reed, and Justin Thomas, as far as just like raw ownership. Um, those are those are the top five guys. And then uh, Casey Glover is actually going to be pretty popular and Hoffman are all up there as well. So um, anybody, anybody stick out to you there that you are particularly interested in or interested in fading i'm intrigued as to how lucas glover is all of a sudden chalk well i mean they saw they saw the domination in the team event last week and uh obviously you want to roster glover as often as possible because that normally that normally gives us like winning lineups i can certainly agree with that well, I mean, he's he's what he's seventy seven hundred. He hasn't had bad performances lately. He's nineteenth at the Honda, fourth at Valero, and thirty third at RBC. It's not terrible. Yeah. No, it's not. And those those last two tournaments, I mean, he's gained a combined uh, seven point two strokes off the tee. So. It's not crazy. It's not crazy to go Lucas Glover this week. Um, I kind of have questions with the accuracy. Because, I mean, he's never been terribly accurate off the tee. But, I don't know. It can work. I hope it works. I hope for my brand that it works. So. Yeah, I mean, as, as far as, like, price, I think that he's... He would be fine in an alternate universe that, you know, he's not going to be like 15% owned, but just pushing 15, 16%. I don't know. That's hard to get behind. Like, there you know what I love about, you know what I love about golf DFS. What do you got? Is what constitutes chalk. Cause like the two main sports that I play, well, two of the three <clears throat> um, between UFC and NASCAR, if someone's 15% owned, like that's nothing. That is absolutely nothing. That's that's a low owned guy, or you know, in the U, in the UFC. Well, yeah, case, but UFC, it's, it's like, there's like there's like fourteen people, <laughs> like there's a hundred fifty people in the field this week. Twenty, they did. Yeah, but still, I'm just like, I don't know. It, to me, it's always great. Like when I see people complaining about bad chalk, and it's like bad chalk going off, and it's like this fifteen percent owned golfer. I'm just like people. Wow. People or Saul Goodman? Well, 
I try not to name names. I don't care. I He's try to be nice. Who cares? <laughs> What's he gonna do? Send me a mean joke? Like I don't care. That's true. <laughs> I'll send you a mean gif. Yeah, was he gonna Insane. retweet something of mine? Look out. <laughs> Uh, he's a fun oh, guy sometimes. No, I know. He's he's actually one of the uh of the like trolly people that I find funny. Like there are a lot of of just awful quote unquote trolls. Um but he's he's one of the, he's one of the solid ones. I do find a lot of his stuff funny. Yeah. Um hmm. But yeah. anyway, like whatever. Back to you know, back to the tournament. Um, you don't want to keep talking about trolls on Twitter? I mean, we could. We could certainly talk about that all night. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think actually another good point about Grio is that he's six. He's gaining the six most most strokes. Uh, good drives gained in this field. So it makes sense at eighty three hundred. Yeah, and I mean, it's as always, right? It's um, the biggest. <laughs> The biggest meme in DFS golf, if he can just putt. Um, that's what we said about Decky, and then Decky won the Masters. That's true. Um, and Grio, I mean, his lows are, as far as putting goes, are have to be as low as as Decky. Maybe worse sometimes. Yeah, let's take a look back at his performances. I just want to see how bad we're talking. Yeah, I mean. He had a good putting week at RBC, gets yeah. second. Right. And then Exactly. <laughs> he has something like that. But then when he when he's when his putter's off, it's just a mess. Yeah. He'll miss the cut. Just because of his putter. Like not even Decky can do that. He'll at least make the cut. Yeah. And make you think, oh, he can shoot a good Saturday or oh he can shoot a good Sunday. Yeah, I think but, I think yeah. that comes I think that comes down to his um short game like you mentioned before, right? Like Decky um for as bad of a putter as he is, he does have a decent short game. Like he he can get it up and down when he misses the greens. Um honestly, his problem is when he hits greens and he's too far away. <laughs> that's that's his bigger issue. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But but he can hit it close. You know, like he's he's a he's a decent sand player. We saw him play really well, uh, out of the sand at the Masters, and Grio, kinda doesn't doesn't really have a ton of short game in his bag. He's a little like Hovlandy, where like he he goes through these streaks of oh all right he's starting to figure it out, and then he just looks like. You know, like a, a guy who shoots in like the high eighties. <laughs> so just well, the, the kids would call it dog water. Kids would call it what now? Dog water. Dog water? Yeah, dog water. Like W A T E R? I've yeah. never heard that in my life. You've never what heard that dog mean? water? You work with kids. Dog water? Yeah, that's I mean that's that's at least the term us us young people use to to call uh, someone bad at something. Say your dog, dog water. I'm I just want to make yeah. sure I'm understanding this. D O G W A T E R. Yeah. Dog water. Yeah. And so like use it in a sentence. Like is it a like... is... Yeah. Go ahead. 
I don't know. Like in the case of our example here, we could say Grio's Grio's putter's dog water. Or okay. Or when I'm talk when I'm playing with someone on Fortnite, I'd be like, "Oh, you're dog water," because I just shot you. Okay. Dog water. It's probably the worst. It's probably the worst thing that's ever been said on a DFS podcast. I'm not. I'm not sure. I understand. Like, why is like dog water like because like if you drank it, it would be bad. Like, is that? It can mean whatever you want it to mean. No, I just dogs like to because dogs like to go number two in weird places, man. But that would be dog shit, right? Like that. Like then, yeah, I but... understand the term dog shit. Like if you're dog shit at something, I get that. I've just never heard um, the water part. Well, the <laughs> so yeah. I mean, if we want to do a quick a quick diversion. No, please. Urban I mean, dictionary. listen. I I, I think Urban that dictionary. I think that this is important. Yeah. No, Urban Dictionary defines dog water as dog water is a gaming way of saying trash. Okay. So, that's, so it's a gaming that's thing. It's not a kid thing. Well, the kids are playing games. Yeah. So in turn, the kids are saying dog water. It's the in, it's the transitive property. Hmm. Because I like the, A equals B. B equals C, so A equals C. Right beautiful that is what that means um hang on i have to i have to i have to share this for the (laughs) for the people so urban dictionary right yeah um my favorite is the activity uh it's a very recent term all all the way (laughs) the first uh the first appearance was december 2020 of it so um i don't i don't really feel no, no, no. I, I, I don't mean it's, it in... It's just saying now. Right. I don't mean it in like a, like, you're whatever. I, I just, I'm, I'm glad that it's not something that's been around for like five years. And I'm like, I, I've never heard that before. Like, that would yeah. make me feel bad. Like, this is, we're talking about a term that's like three months older than my newborn. So like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not that upset about it. Well, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I'm glad I'm back. glad I learned it though. I mean yeah. and I want to know like a, maybe we should do like a segment every week where you teach me like a new term from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I think that I think we need to do that. Um I can certainly translate some lingo from iRacing. From what? iRacing. The a racing ra- simulator? Oh, I racing. I thought you said yeah. I raisin, like like yeah, a raisin, no, I, like a dried up grape. No. Okay. Well, um, that could be the next big game. You don't know. People are okay. weird. Yeah. Aren't we talking about golf or something? Wasn't this a golf yeah. show at one point? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, if anybody's still, if anybody's still listening to this, I guess we could talk about the, our bets for the week. <laughs> God bless you're still listening at this point um yeah like only only the real ones are, are listening right now um and they're gonna get the winners so good on you um all right outright card for me this week i have hoffman uh sung tringali and burns those are my those are my four i split um uh, 
Well, I have I have Sungjae as an E-Tray, so um, he, you know, I have him for a top five as well. So between those five, technically five bets, I split a unit between those five, all to win uh, eight units. Is Corey Connors still twenty-two to one? Um, he's probably lower by now. He, I, because that's really I, bad of Trey. I've seen. I think. I think bet three six five. If you're like desperately trying to bet him, has uh, plus two thousand, but everywhere else is in the teens, as far as I know. Yeah, because I was gonna say like twenty-two to one is bad. That's a bad line. I think that was FanDuel's opening line. That's why I say that. FanDuel um, is drunk this week, by the way. I noticed that. I'm looking at a few of their opening lines, and it's kind of bad. It it seems like there's been there's been a book each week that has like completely overvalued the top of the board and has just like just opened up so much value um in every market with like slightly longer like mid mid range to longer shots where like this week i have eight top 20 bets just because like and five of them are from fanduel they they were like i have hoffman at 270 which was pretty much on market gooch and davis at plus 410 which i mean they're like uh, significantly lower elsewhere. Uh, EVR because I just, I just absolutely cannot stop with that guy, um, and I need to, I need to just martingale him until, uh, until it works. <laughs> I'm still salty from the back injury he had at last year's Masters. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, you want to talk like, about an interesting? No, I was just going to say, like, he's he's plus 300 or plus 350 everywhere else, and he's plus 450 at FanDuel. And then yeah. the same thing with, um, it was Lanto. Or Lanto was a little bit more in line, but I, I showed a lot of value with him on the sim. Um, so go ahead, and then I'll, I'll give my other three from DraftKings. Well, I, I mean, I want to make a point first in terms of the books. Yeah. You want to talk about a really bad book? I mean, a, a book that doesn't know how to set the lines. Fox Bet. Fox Bet, I don't know if they've set a good line yet for any sport that I've played them on. I really don't think so. Like, golf, I've seen some crazy stuff. UFC is outright disrespectful, some of the lines they put out. Um, and I found one here with uh, Keegan Bradley. As tilting as that may possibly be, at seventy to one. Now, he obviously, he's like, going to be. Well, at DraftKings, he's eighty to one. He's eighty. Yeah. I thought seventy was even like egregious. He's eighty on DraftKings. Yep. That's bad. Points bet too. That's really bad. I mean. Get it there he's, then. He's higher than that at Penny. Well, Pinnacle actually knows how to set a line. So I guess I'm just wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I just perceive Keegan is better than 70 to 1 this week. Because 
despite his tilting nature as a player, he fits this course quite well in terms of his driving accuracy. Yeah. So he's not crazy at 70 to 1. Right? And and even obviously if you can get him at better odds than that, you know, more power to you. Right? But I don't know. You want to hear what I make him? What's that? I make him 170 to 1. That's just wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> that's just not right. I, I don't know. I don't want to he, question him, but just, he just, I, I feel like he's at least a 50 to 1 shot. He is sandwiched. He's sandwiched right between, uh, let's see, Hudson Swafford and Mark Hubbard. In my sim. I can't. I can't. I, I, I just, he seems like he's much better than that for this. Maybe. Week. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I've talked about this a lot in general. I like the, the way that I rate golfers and what feeds the sim is pretty reliant on uh, last hundred rounds as sort of like a, you know, like as a baseline. Um so when you when you go back a hundred rounds for Keegan, you're probably talking about what all the way back to last year. I would imagine what he played twenty two events last year, and he's played eight events so far this year. So probably probably at least back to the restart, um, which has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It has seven miscuts in there. Like we're not. Um, I'm not saying that that's how he's playing right now because obviously he's he's turned it around and he's had what a few a few top twenty fives. I think he even had a top ten a few weeks ago. Um, so I I get the I get the argument for it, but I just I am if I'm betting and not talking about DraftKings, like if I'm betting, I need the sim to to show value or else I would just start making whatever the hell plays I felt like making and that wouldn't go well for anybody. Yeah. Um so then my my last three um for top twenties sort of just like just complete bombs. They're all seven hundred or or longer on DraftKings. I have a play on Ry- Sam Ryder, um Warensky and Hagee. Um and that's like yeah, plus seven hundred, plus seven hundred, and plus twelve hundred. So not like I'm not like I'm banking on those. I have like a quarter of a unit split between those three. But um, you know, just uh, that's that's the entirety of my card as of right now. I've been I've been getting my dick kicked in on matchups, so I haven't really been playing many full tournament matchups. Um, I don't know if you wanted to look at a look through a few of those before we get out of here. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody we haven't really talked about that we should talk about. Who, who are we missing? Um, go through a list of names here. See if we're missing anyone like huge. I mean, did we talk Paul Casey all that much? No, we didn't. We probably Even should. He won here last time. Yeah. Well, I mean, then obviously he's just going to win again. So, 
Um, I mean, of course, because of course, history through the roof. He is. He's minus one thirty, or I'm sorry, he's plus one eleven to Corey Connors minus one thirty. Um, he's he's basic. Oh, this is wild. He ha, on Bovada right now. He has the same line against Corey Connors that he does against DJ. Who Casey? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. And it's only five cents off of his line. Yeah, Bovada. Bovada. I can't. How is that possible? Uh, Plus one, yeah. All right. Well, I I will if if you are not limited to peanuts at Bovada, um, I would be I would be taking Dustin Johnson uh, in that head to head, <laughs> even at minus one forty. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's really, completely yeah. absurd. I. That's very strange. That has to be a typo. Um, it's an expensive typo for them if that's the case. He's plus he's plus one twenty five. So so Bovada is obviously valuing uh, JT quite a bit more because he's he's plus one twenty five against Casey and plus one ten against these other bozos, Connors and and DJ. Um, and then he they have him. Uh, plus one hundred five against Hoblin. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the range there that they have that they have him in. That's really interesting though. How the fuck? Like who who is making this line? It had to have moved. Like who's making this line where they're like, no, we definitely need Connors. The same. As DJ. Okay, so yeah, no, none of it makes sense. I give up. Connor's opened at minus one thirty against him. And DJ open minus one forty, so it, it moved it moved ten cents, and the the DJ line hasn't moved. But I still think that that's absurd. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. So if you have Bovada, I would suggest betting that. Um, let's see for our our offshore friends if there's our other offshore friends at Bet Online. See if there's anything interesting there. No, their lines have been have been uh, almost like one to one with my with my model. I've I've found like no value uh, lately at Bet Online. Um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not entirely sure. But um, yeah, not not crazy about that. But but Casey Casey, I think is uh, like a very easy. Um, 
DraftKings fade, I think he's going to become more popular as the week goes on. And I think that um, I'd rather, if I really wanted exposure to him, I'd rather just bet like a top 10 and, and be fine with, with that like hedge. Yeah, I agree with you on that. All right, man. I think that wraps it up. We will be back next week. Uh, once again, same time. And uh, make sure, again, not that anybody's still listening, but make sure, <laughs> make sure uh, that you check out my uh, my Twitter during the, the tournament this week. I will be debuting the uh, model over at FTN um, for showdown purposes. So make sure you check that out. Uh, and make sure you're following along with both of us on Twitter. And we will talk soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.